0: Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel Sweet Hills in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. Here's Pastor Ryan. His
1: mouth. Isaiah 52:14 says, "Just as many." were astonished at you. So his visage was marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. Whatever was done to his back that day was like no other. Pilate took Jesus and scourged him, an innocent man. And the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe. Then they said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him with their hands. You know, the th- those desert thorns. Every desert has thorns in them. From time to time, we visit Joshua Tree. It's one of my favorite places to go. There are thorny bushes of like every sort there. And I was shocked the last time I was there that even the little small thorns, they have a grip that you just don't, it's not normal. They're tougher. They're more durable. And they just tear up your clothes. I always think of my Lord. Well, they would put that crown on his head and mock him. When he was before Herod from Galilee, they put a gorgeous robe on him. It's a lot of mock, mocking, shaming. Hail, king of the Jews. And they struck him with their hands. And Pilate then went out again and said to them, Behold, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no fault in him. Just trying to wash his hands of him. And he ends up doing that. This is on you. I just, just, it's not my problem. It is the world's problem. He's coming. And they will be asked about Jesus. Everything that they've ever, every wicked thing thought, said, done, will be brought out in the open. And God's going to judge them. And every knee will bow and confess that Jesus is Lord, even those on their way to hell. No one can wash their hands of it. No one can. Think about that. No one in this world can wash their hands of it, of Jesus Christ. There's no exemptions. And Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe and Pilate said to them, behold the man. This had to be because he had never seen anybody not confess or die. And this is probably why he could not bear the cross. He could not carry it. Therefore, when the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out saying, crucify him, crucify him. Heartless, demonic, right? Pilate said to them, you take him and crucify him for I find no fault in him. The Jews answered him, we have a law. And according to our law, he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. They knew he was deity. They knew that he claimed he was God. You tell the Jehovah's Witnesses they're wrong. He is God. They took up stones in other places in the scriptures. And when he asked them why, they said, because you being a man, make yourself God. Therefore, when Pilate heard that saying, he was the more afraid and went again into the praetorium and said to Jesus, where are you from? Pilate. At this point, does it matter where he's from? What matters is, are you going to accept him as your king? You know, people have all these questions. So tell me, you know, uh, they want, to, they want to debate about this scripture, that scripture, this timeline, that timeline. This Man, do you love Jesus or not? Are you serving anybody or just talking? Where are you from anyways? Like he doesn't know. Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have the power to crucify you and the power to release you? And Jesus answered, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. Greater as in, Pilate, you're still in sin. But they who delivered me to you have the greater sin. They're all in sin. They're all guilty. That must have made him more afraid. I love that. You could have no power. What are we so afraid of? Who's the real power? The devil, the antichrist, the false prophet, these dorks doing the the one world government stuff. Are we supposed to be afraid of Bill Gates or something? Our God is the power. He's the real power. The demons tremble. The very name of your Savior. The fear of man is a snare. Quit it. Let the love of Christ perfect you. Don't live in fear. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid. People are afraid of everything nowadays. Is that who our God is? Don't go outside. Don't go to church. I mean, I'm telling you, it's legit stuff, I think. Any amens? Keep me going here? Shoot. I'm telling you. I don't think I want to preach like this. I think it's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) From then on, Pilate sought to release him. Jesus just told him, You can have no power unless it's been given to you. And now he's afraid. Really afraid. And Jesus is there, completely shredded for us. With the crown, the purple. He's. Jesus isn't like. A picture of strength physically, but his eyes. Oh my goodness. His eyes must have been just where Pilate goes. I I don't want, I, I don't want none of this guy. None of this guy. From that point on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out saying, if you let this man go, you are not Caesar's friend. Whoever makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. See, when when people are afraid, the devil compounds it. The devil knows Pilate's afraid of Caesar. The devil knows there's Christians that are afraid. So what does he do? He adds more fear. But didn't you hear what Dr. Fauci said? Didn't you hear what this other? Didn't you hear what this? Didn't you hear what this? Didn't you see on Instagram? Didn't you see? Yeah, you know. You can't do anything without getting a virus today. It's like everything's fear. That's crazy, but we know what you're afraid of, Pilate Caesar. Don't make us call Caesar. And and with, with Christians, it's that same thing. And, uh, you know, that doctor's a wacko. Get a couple other liberal doctors that, are going with the program because they're afraid of Kaiser and their bosses and they're just going to tell you, you know what? You just stay away. I'm just just saying the times we're living in. they are talking about another one coming. But now when the CDC, uh, CDC gets caught on all this stuff and oops and oh, sorry, people lost their jobs, we took everything from people. We allowed people to die without their family members, but let's not talk about that. Jesus is the power, guys. They overcame them by the blood of the Lamb. They didn't love their life to the end. Don't start a loving your life so much that you stop living. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus right out and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, and about the sixth hour, that's nine in the morning, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. And Pilate said to him, Shall I crucify your king? And the Jew and the chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So they're all just playing games with each other. Then he delivered him to them to be crucified. Then they took Jesus and led him away. And we know that he washed his hands symbolically. This is on you, it ain't on me. It is on you. It's on everybody. And he, verse 17, bearing his cross, went out to the place called the place of the skull, which is called in Hebrew Galgatha, which is where we get the name Calvary, Calvary Chapel. Galgatha in Latin is, uh, is uh, Calvary, the place of the skull. So the church is like skull chapel. But Calvary sounds a lot better, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Um, and two others with him one on either side and Jesus in the center. And uh, crucifixion invented by the Persians was such a brutal death that, as you know, uh, it was illegal for any Roman citizen to die by crucifixion. They say that the Romans perfected it. It was so torturous that usually the victim died of a cardiac uh, explosion, like the heart would just burst, the bursting of the heart because of the agony of being nailed. But it was a suspension type torture where you had to hold yourself up in order to breathe. So one usually died of suffocation. They would have to hold themselves up. This is why they come to break the knees later on. that they can't hold themselves up and end up drowning. This this is the moment they crucified Him. Now Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross. And the writing was um, was Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Then many of the Jews read this title for The place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Latin. Those are the languages of the world at that time. Therefore, the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered what I have written. I have written. Now he's being tough. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to each soldier, a part and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top in one pleat in one piece. They said therefore among themselves, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Therefore the soldiers did these things. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved, standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. And he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. And we know that that disciple is John the Beloved, the writer of this gospel. Our Lord, at his final moments, was caring for his mama who was there. Mary, the mother of our Lord, was there. Blessed amongst women. She was an amazing, is an amazing, godly person. In her young age, the song of Mary, her declarations to God were so beautiful and powerful. The Lord saw her faithfulness to him and would bless her with the most honorable position a woman ever had, ever. Blessed are you among women. The Lord takes care of her. sees John the Beloved there. It's beautiful. You know what I love about John the Beloved? Is that him and his brother James were the sons of thunder. These are the guys that were just, let's kill them all and let God sort them out and let's go get lunch. That's how they were just my kind of guys John became the most sweetest of them all the most sweetest of them all you know that he would write in his epistle in first john first john easy to remember 316 not john 316 but first john 316 where he would say, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us and we must also lay down our lives for the brethren. He saw the Lord lay down his life. He was the only, he was the only guy there. But all the women were there. Brothers, all the women were there. The women followed him from Galilee. They ministered to Jesus, we're told. The women will be the first to see him resurrected. Why? Because they served, guys, brothers. They served. They served. And maybe that speaks to both sisters and brothers. Brothers. God rewards our servanthood. He just does. They were the last at the cross and the first at the tomb. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine Put it on his sup and put it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Therefore, because it was the preparation day that the body should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with them. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with the spear and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified and his testimony is true and he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe for these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled not one of his bones shall be broken and again another scripture says they shall look on him whom they pierced brings you back to the passover lamb. back in exodus god told uh moses to tell the people when they kill that lamb no bones are to be broken they had to be very careful because 1400 years later the lamb of god would die and his bones were not to be broken it's all symbolic where does the blood come from in our bodies Bone marrow, right? Doesn't bone marrow make blood? Help me out here. I'm still learning. Yes. yes. Um, one thing that's fascinating about the cross to me is the earthquakes and the darkness of the land. At noon, from noon to three o'clock our time, it was pitch black, darkness over the sky. The ninth plague in Egypt was darkness over all of Egypt for three days. It was so dark that we're told you can feel the darkness. And in the Egyptian homes, there was no light and none of them left their homes. But in the Israelites' homes, they had light. So supernaturally, candles weren't working, torches, whatever they used. It was pitch black for the Egyptians. And the Lord taught the Israelites that I want you to know through these plagues and through the Passover when he killed the firstborn males of all of Egypt, including the animals. He wanted them to know that this darkness, that it's dark in their homes but not in your home. I want you to know that I, your Lord, know how to make a distinction between those who are my enemies and those who love me. Nothing has changed. When Jesus was born, they said, He is going to be responsible for the rise and fall of many in Israel. The cross You either are for Jesus or you're against him. He said, you're either gathering with me or you're scattering. God isn't like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you weren't with me. I didn't, I couldn't tell. And he's not like, oh, I thought you were with me. I couldn't tell. He can make a clear distinction whether we love God or not. Whether he is our king or not, that's how serious the cross is. Amen? Father, we thank you. Grace, your love and your mercy. There's none like you in all the earth, Lord. Have mercy upon us sinners, Lord. Forgive me my sins. Forgive us, Lord. We love you so much, Father. We want to be ready to go home with you. We want to be a church that is taken with you, Jesus, when you call us from the clouds, that we can meet you up there, Lord. We pray for our all the cities, we pray for our country, we pray for all the churches around the world. Let us, Lord, become more serious about your truths, for your truth sets us free. And too many people are in bondage. Too many people are are creating their own religious system and, and they deceive themselves that they're okay. But in Scripture, you teach us what is required. That we are to walk with you humbly that we are to be in obedience to you. So Lord, I pray for our church. Forgive us our sins and help us to be holy and pure. Never could we be perfect, but we ask, help us, Lord. Strengthen the inner man and woman in this, in everyone in this building and who are watching or listening. We need to be clean inside. And your blood does that, Lord, but we need to follow to prove that we've accepted your forgiveness your mercy help us father
0: thank you for joining us today at lasting truth radio if you're in the area come out and join us for sunday services at 8 30 a.m and at 10 30 a.m or wednesday evenings at 7 p.m we are located at 30 35 west Nicolet street in banning california you can also find us on youtube or instagram